Boom! Did I scare you? It's time to get spooky in this episode of The Clutch with the real girlfriends across America. You're listening to Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America, powered by Building Room. The content that you're about to hear are the opinions and views of the show hosts and guests and does not represent their views or opinions of Clutch by RGAA or its affiliates and sponsors. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use any information given as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Our podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to Clutch by RGAA, powered by Building Rome. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Phoenix, and I am your host for tonight's podcast. By the real girlfriend of Barack America, and the foundation and company that has a mission to build lifelong friendships with women and throughout the world. Tonight, I have on the call with me Mr. Lexus and Corinne, and uh, most of our other girlfriends listening at home. How are you ladies doing tonight? Good, how are you? I am great, ladies. Today, we are going to speak on Halloween. All right. Let's cut to the chase on this. How many of you guys actually celebrate Halloween? Um, I, when I, I was younger, like, I never went trick-or-treating, but I used to, like, dress up and stuff like that, but not now. Okay. Alexis? Is that Alexis? No, that was just Alexis. Yes, Phoenix, what was the question? Um, do you celebrate Halloween at all? Like, with your ch- if you have children, do you celebrate it not? And, you know, basically, do you celebrate oh. Halloween? That's what no, I don't celebrate Halloween. The only thing I look forward to is the day after Halloween so I can grab all the can- candy. Hey, okay. Well, you know, it's something that I do, that I did growing up with my kids. Um, so it was a, it's an exciting thing for me. I have six brothers and sisters, so for me it was always a funnier to dress up as somebody different, especially growing up as a kid, you don't really know what you want to be, you know, so being able to just be something different for a day was an exciting moment for me, especially as a kid. Um, did you guys go as children? I, no, yeah, I, I don't have. Oh, I was just going to say, no, I don't have any children. No, I don't have any children. Um, when my godson was younger, he used to dress up, but he's he's a big boy now. He's 19. 
first in a long time. Okay, okay. Um, well, like I said, as a kid, it was it was a holiday for me that we grew up. Um, I think one of my favorite memories that I have as a child was being at my grandmother's house. Because um, my grandmother, she, she low-key kind of raised me growing up. My, ki- my parents weren't always around when I was younger, so my grandmother would buy these big, huge pumpkins, and we would gut out all the seeds, lay them out, you know, traditional Halloween stuff, and we would make pumpkin seeds while we would carve pumpkins. So I think being at my grandmother's house, especially because she's somebody that has raised me as a child till now is something that um, I cherish as one of my favorite memories in my childhood. So I know that you guys don't celebrate, but in the time that you guys did ever go trick-or-treating as a kid, do you guys have any memories to share with us? Um, this is the, like when I was younger, um, like I said, I didn't go trick-or-treating, but um, we would dress up for like let's say when we go to school and we had to dress up for school, um, my mom would buy costumes for that. And I guess so that we didn't feel like we were like, you know, um feeling left out about like doing a whole trick or treating thing. Um, just because I grew up in a, a neighborhood that wasn't very um good for trick or treating. Um mm-hmm. I shared on tech episodes that when I was younger, um, they would do things like put um acid in the candy and stuff like that. So it was kinda dangerous. <laughs> to um, you know, go trick or treating when I was younger. Um, and by the time I moved into a nice neighborhood, I was sixteen. Um, but she we used to buy us candy, you know, and like buy us little baskets and fill it up with candy. So we never really missed out on anything. I, I felt like I didn't have to beg people for candy. I just got it right then and there. <laughs> My bad. I didn't mean to cut in in your story. You cut out for a second. You popped back in in the middle of the story, so I apologize for cutting you off. But yeah, see, that's something that's fun. What about you, Alexis? Um, I did go trick or treating as a young child, and it wasn't until I had the most embarrassing yet amusing story to tell you guys when okay, I was in the eighth, when I was in the eighth grade my sister and I were in foster care right and my aunt was in the process of getting custody of us so we would only stay with my aunt on the weekends but during the week we returned to our foster care family because we had school right So that year, Halloween happened to be on the Sunday. I remembered it really well because my aunt returns me and my sister back early so we can go trick-or-treating with our foster siblings, right? Back then, Sailor Moon was all the rage, right? And I got volunteered to be Sailor Mercury, And they had me dressed up in the tutu, the skirt, the gloves, and the little tiara thing around the head. You want to talk about the embarrassing moment? 
the embarrassing moment was I was going through the house trying to corral the younger children so we can hurry up and go trick-or-treating. And guess who showed up on the front door? Two of my classmates looking for me. And it was so funny because my foster father had opened the door. And the first thing out of his mouth is, aren't you a little too old to be trick-or-treating? And it was two boys from my middle school asking, is it true I lived here? And my foster father was like, why are you looking for Alexis? Why are you looking for, well, he used the term daughter. He goes, why are you looking for my daughter? And they're like, oh, we were just wondering if Alexis wanted to come out and go to a party with us. You want to talk about humiliating? He opened the door even louder. And he turned around. He was like, Alexis, your friends are here. Wow. No. To be caught in a tube, the skirt, the tiara, the gloves, and I didn't even like those two boys. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't one of the finest. <laughs> it was humiliating because clearly they asked if I wanted to go to a party, and I said, no, I didn't, that i rather go trick-or-treating with my younger siblings and such like that. And they're like, oh, too bad. And then from then on, one of the boys kept on telling me that he loved me, and every time he saw me, he would run around and he goes, hi, Alexis, and then he'll be like, I love you. It was creepy. And we love Phoenix. <laughs> um, so I'm sure she'll call back, and um, she was actually – um, and driving, so and her line might have just dropped. Um, yeah, I I don't really um, and I, I never really got into Halloween. I can share, I guess, my first Halloween experience when I was like in kindergarten. Um, like okay, we got uh, Phoenix back, so I'm gonna bring her back on. I, I was sharing my um my first Halloween experience, Phoenix. So when I was um like the first one I can remember when I was in kindergarten. And I had dressed up as a bunny rabbit, and I got stung by a bee while we're doing a Halloween uh, parade. And I was dressed as a bunny rabbit. And I remember, like, at first they thought that I was maybe allergic to um, the bee because my my thumb had swollen really bad. And I had a scar on my thumb for, like, years. It finally, it went away by the time I was in maybe high school, but I had a constant reminder of Halloween for a long time. Are you there, Phoenix? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm here. Can yes, you hear me? Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, making sure. I'm sorry. I don't know why it's cutting out. I'm having issues. Oh, you're, you're fine. So those yeah. are, like, the type of things I want to hear because I feel like it's a good way to go back into our childhood. And remember that, like, Halloween wasn't necessarily bad. I feel like a lot of people look at Halloween as a bad thing. But I don't find it necessarily bad. Um, um, do you guys have, like, in, do you guys know anything interesting about Halloween? Like, any interesting facts? Like, I'll share one with you guys. Um, one that I read today is, um, origin- I don't really like corn candy. 
And also, it never freaking expires, you guys. And I used to like freaking candy corn until I realized they never freaking expired. And there's no reason why it never expired. Is that crazy? I love candy corn. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't think I want to eat something that never expires. You know, everything has an expiration. So why does candy corn not expire? I don't know. That's interesting. I never knew that, though. Right. 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 Do you guys know anything interesting about Halloween that maybe you didn't know about or maybe you do growing up? No, no, no. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I said I don't. I don't have anything interesting. Okay. Um, okay. What about a scary story that was told to you as a kid that kind of lingered around to this day? Do you guys have any scary stories? Let's make it spectacular. <laughs> um, we did a show um on I think it was Thursday where we talked about uh, real life things that happen on Halloween. And um, I'm trying to think of one, because it was 11 that we went over. Um, but there was one where this uh, guy who, um, I guess he went crazy, maybe he was always crazy, but he wound up um, telling his mother and um, the captain hating her in the middle of the street, and people just assumed that it was Halloween decorations. So they go past it, but um, her body was one place and her head was another place, and I guess people just assumed that it was, Part of how Halloween talks. Shut up! Yeah. When was that? Um, that happened some time ago. I don't really remember what year that was, but it was it was sometime within our time. Really? Okay, because there's actually a. Uh, Phoenix, do we still have you? Do you have any um stories you wanted to share, Alexis? Um, the only stories I know are the one you shared with us on the night that you did your show. I'm not really fascinated with Halloween to really pay attention to, you know, the spooky stories or anything like that. Did you have one from the other night that um, we talked about? Because I know um, you were on that show on Thursday. So do you have one that uh, in your mind that made you enjoy it? The dude that was creepy. his own child. What was that? There was the guy who poisoned his children because he took life insurance out on them. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> So for people that didn't, um, yeah, didn't know that story, it was a guy who poisoned his, um, he, he actually um, put poison in candy, fed it to his children, um, but only his son ate it, and his son wound up passing away. He did for the life insurance. What? Really? Yeah. 
that was back in like nineteen, I don't know, seventy something. Ah, I think there's stories that are like that, and that it's crazy. It's just crazy to me. Especially when it's like children back in the day were different compared to how we are raised now. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Stories like that and the tragic things that they went through, like, it's creepy. Like, it's so freaking creepy. Um, What about you, Alexis? I was the one that shared the one about the guy poisoning his kids. Like, to be really honest, Halloween was kind of ruined the year that the guy decided to um, play a prank that could have went horribly wrong. I used to love going Halloween only because there was a specific year where this gentleman forgot it was Halloween and me and my sister had just arrived on his doorstep, and he opened the door, and he realized it was Halloween. Then he realized he had no candy, and he goes, I'm sorry, I don't have any candy. So me and my sister are like, oh, okay. And then he was like, wait, are you two sisters? And we're like, yes. And he was like, where's your mother? And we just pointed to my mom, like, at the end of the sidewalk, and he goes, here, He opened his wallet he gave us $20 he said because I have no candy and you two are cute here's $20 you can go get yourself some candy that's so cute (laughs) we came back to our mom telling my mom what happened my mom was like well do you want to go buy candy or do you want to still go trick-or-treating and it was like really cold that night so me and my sister are like we're fine with the candy that we have can we go to the dollar store instead (laughs) so that's what we did with the 20 dollars plus a few extra dollars my mom had but halloween was ruined because there used to be this townhome of this gentleman that would like to scare children by yelling boo when he opened the door. So that was no biggie. So one Halloween, my little sister and I were the only ones on his porch for some odd reason. And my mother was, like, not by the house, but she was, like, down the sidewalk somewhere, right? And my sister rang the little bell, and the guy out of his house and he grabbed my little sister's arm as in to scare her and get her into the house and all of a sudden my little sister screamed so like he, we ended, he and I ended up playing tug of war with my little sister because he had one arm and I grabbed the other and I'm trying to yank my sister away from him and he's trying to yank my sister into the house And one arm I had on my sister's arm, and the other hand I was trying to beat the dude with my candy bag, screaming for my mom. And my sister's crying her eyes out, telling me not to let go. I was like, me, don't let go. You don't let go, right? So we're yanking my sister back and forth, and our screams attracted other parents, so other parents came running, including my own mom, and when he realized people were calling 911, he let go of my sister, which caused her to fall on top of me, and we both fell backwards. My mom ran out onto the porch because my sister was really badly shaken, so clearly all the screaming caused people 
to call 911, and the gentleman explained that he his intention was not to harm my sister. It was supposed to be a prank, but it was a very bad prank. So that ruined Halloween. Oh, what the hell is that? Who does that? That he was trying to be funny yeah. as a prank. I guess wasn't that funny. That way, that's not funny, especially with everything that you know that happens in today's society. You know, and that story reminds me of a friend who was at Kohl's and she was sitting there with holding her daughter's hand, and all of a sudden she felt her um. All of a sudden, she felt her um, her daughter's hand being yanked, but she didn't think to look. But when she did look, she realized it was a man trying to pull her daughter out of her hand in the middle of the store. So, you know, they did the same thing. All the screaming police came in. So that kind of reminded me of my friend that that happened to. It's just crazy that, like, somebody would even look at that as a joke. You know. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, he was the thing. The thing is that I hope I will never make accusations of saying he had ill intentions. He claims that it was supposed to be a funny ha ha, trying to scare someone's joke. But this, I remember what the cop told him clearly. The cop goes, if I were you, I would not put my hand on a child, especially somebody else's child. Because I can guarantee you, had the cop not been there, my mother would have beat the crap out of him. Because he terrified my sister. He terrified me. Because that is not funny to grab someone and pretend to yank them behind a door. That's not funny, especially when you have a young child who just wants candy, who understands on this holiday, you ring the doorbell, you say, trick or treat, please, and they give you a treat, and you say thank you, and you go about your way. Then all of a sudden, somebody decides to grab you. That's not funny. So the following year, my mother asked if my sister wanted to go trick or treat, and guess what her answer was? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. I would have said that. That's crazy. Um, I'm sorry you went through that. And thank God you're here now, you know. Um, who knows what could have happened to you and your sister. So it's you on here on now. But that's just, it's, that's just, that's crazy. I can't. I can't even, like, I the craft of the fact that my candy bag because like I had a fill of my candy bag and and I don't know if I would have been able to yank my sister free clearly but because I only had one hand on my sister's arm with the other hand I was trying to swing my candy bag at his head I was hoping to hit him hard enough with my candy bag where he was going to temporarily let go of my sister so I can gain my sister free. But that is, it didn't exactly work. Oh, trust me. Had it been first, inside the house, I would put my sister. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Oh, you are such an awesome sister. I want to be. Can you be my awesome sister too? Like, <laughs> shit. Come protect me.
Oh, man, that's crazy, Alexis. Well, I'm happy that you shared that with us. That's really deep and personal. So I'm, I'm really happy you shared that with us. And I can understand why you no longer celebrate Halloween. Like, you have an entire purpose. And I don't think I would look at Halloween the same anymore either, especially because Halloween is a fun season for me and my kids, you know. So I can't, I can't imagine that. Um... Do you guys believe that, you know, a lot of people say that Halloween is a satanic, satanic day for people to praise the devil. Do you guys believe in something like that? Um, this is saying, go ahead, Corinne. Oh, I was just going to say that um, I guess it depends on the person because, you know, everyone. You know, they have their own agendas, I guess you can say. And if there's someone that's disturbed, they might just, you know, take Halloween as the opportunity to do something that's maybe, you know, not the most, um, you know, honest thing to do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What about you, Alexis? Um, if anyone 100% honest, as a child, I only, I only need Halloween as a way to get candy. Okay? It was a way for me to get candy. to say I didn't get candy other times of the year. But it was the one night where I could get a ton of candy, and it was for free. So as to the satanic views of Halloween. I'm sure there are religions out there who do believe Halloween is Satan's holiday or whatever, but to each their own and such like that, I don't really understand it. So I'm not going to make a comment one way or another, but I'm sure there are people out there who do believe that Halloween is a Satan's holiday. Okay. Yes, um, I agree with you on that. I don't want to say yes or no because I honestly, realistically don't know. But um, I, I'm one of those, I'm very spiritual. You guys know that. I've said it a million times. I'm a very spiritual woman. But I'm very, very prone to scary stuff. Like, I dealt with, you know what? We will talk about it when we come back from this break. Do you have a product, brand, or service that you want to advertise on our platform? Well, look no further. Send us an email to realgirlfriends7 at gmail.com. That's realgirlfriends, the number 7, at gmail.com to place your advertisement here. Become a patron of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America. By supporting creators you love on Patreon, you're becoming an active participant in their creative process. As a member, you receive exclusive content, community access, behind-the-scenes updates, and the pride of viewing work that matters to you. Joining is easy. Visit patreon.com backslash Real Girlfriends Across America. That's P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com backslash Real Girlfriends Across America. Every donation helps.
Clutch by RGAA is powered by Building Rome. Building Rome, Inc. is a professional company that provides an array of services to freelancers, creatives, virtual hustlers, and business owners. For more information on hiring Building Rome, log on to the website at buildingromeinc.com. Once again, the website is buildingromeinc.com. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Iggy Zella shares first photos of her baby boy Onyx, reveals she is raising her son alone. Fancy rapper Iggy Azalea, who is 30, is giving fans their first look at her son, Onyx, the baby boy she announced she had welcomed over the summer. In an Instagram photo shared early Sunday, mom is shown holding a little one who rocked blue shorts, a light-colored t-shirt, and a bib with bumblebees. Now that's it for today's trending news break. Now back to you. Ooh, it's back to Miss Phoenix. Hi, ladies. Are you still on with me? I am. I am. Yes. Okay. So, we were just talking about how, you know, certain people may believe that Halloween is something, or some people believe to celebrate the devil. Devil's Day, whatever. Um... As I was saying, I'm a very spiritual woman, so I feel, see, hear things that are not always normal, and I've been dealing with stuff like that since I was a kid. Um, So for me to sit here and say, oh, Halloween is the devil's day, no, like any day could be God's day, any day could be the devil's day, any day could be a higher, whoever you're praising day, you know what I mean? It depends on what you look at it. but do you guys believe that there's supernatural and things that are, like, amongst us? Do you guys believe in that category? And if not, it's completely cool. It's something I do really believe in. I, I know there's a lot more things on this earth that we don't understand that I've seen and heard before. So I'm just curious in, if you guys believe in supernatural stuff like that as well. Um, I'm sorry. What was the question? All right. Um, you're feeding in and out, so I only got bits and pieces. The question was, do I believe that there are supernatural or higher beings out there? So, do you believe that there's supernatural events that actually happen amongst us, or do you think they're just stories? real to them so it's all a matter of perspective and how you choose to view something like me for example when I was a small child I hadn't learned how to swim yet and there is a reason why they say no running around pools and why lifeguards always yell that my parents happened to be on the opposite side 
the pool area, and me and my sister were towards the deep end. So I was chasing my sister, and I slipped and fell into the deep end, and I didn't know how to swim just yet. So I remember when I hit the water, my sister starts screaming for my parents because my sister knows neither of us can swim. So when I went into the deep and I started to immediately panic because I don't know how to swim, right? And I remember underwater, I seriously could hear my sister screaming, but, like, I don't know how to swim, right? And I remember seeing, um, I'm Buddhist. We have a, a, one of our goddesses who is known as the one to grant mercy and such like that. I swear to God, I saw her when I was underwater, and she lifted her hands, and I started floating to the top of the water. Because I definitely did not swim up to the top of the water, nor did buoyancy appear to be a factor. But I was, like, almost to the floor of the pool in really deep water where I seriously was starting to run out of air and freaking out because I didn't know how to swim. And I saw her underwater where she raised her hands, and I floated all the way to the top to the point where I broke surface and started coughing. That was when my dad dove into the pool to get me out. But when I told my mother oh. about it, my mother believed me. My mother didn't believe me. She said it was a figment of my imagination. And I swear to God, it's not a figment of my imagination. And years later, when I told somebody else, my aunt, who happens to be a monk now, when I told her that, she said, count your lucky stars. You're lucky. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That is such a awesome but crazy interesting story. Like I love it. I have one to share too. I wanna I wanna hear Corinne. Corinne. You got both? What you got both? Yeah. Yeah. I I yeah, I you know all that stuff I guess kinda of scares me because I don't really that's something you can't control I guess. But I, I definitely believe that there's like some things that we can't explain. Um, I remember um, watching, uh, and this was like a video I guess that's been going on, uh, around for like years or whatever, but I was watching Maury of all things and there's a video on Maury where um, he was talking about, um, I guess like you know, things that, you know, caught on video and it was this uh, person who it, like they walked around a corner or whatever and it's somebody like, it was a black um, a black like silhouette so to say and you can see the face or whatever, but everything's black. And the second a person went around the corner, the silhouette just disappeared. And that video is so creepy. But, um, yeah, I've seen it. The video, I guess, is, is on the Internet. It's, like, a lot of different places. You can probably uh, Google search, you know, Maury and, and bring up that video. But, yeah, I definitely believe in, in stuff like that, but you just can't explain why it happened. Oh, yes. Um, it is a scary thing. Some people really don't like to hear that or their, their energy just can't cope with something like that. And I understand because, like, I, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid of it, but I do have friends that are, 
you know, so I understand your perspective on that. It's just like not even like reading or reading into things like that. Um, my first encounter with something like that, I was six years old. Um, I just had turned six. I was, um, my bedroom, it was kind of my sister's bedroom at the time, but I was very sick. I was very prone to getting ear infections and, um, strep throat a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I was dealing with both at the time, strep throat and two ear infections. I was really, really, really sick. And I just got back from the doctors and I was sleeping in the room by myself. My sister was in my parents' room. And I remember getting up to get a glass of water and go to the bathroom. And I remember walking out my door and my grandmother, she used to wear white nightgowns. So when I walked out my door and I started walking down, we were at my grandmother's house. Let me, let me say that. We were at my grandmother's house. And uh, I walked out my door at the time, and I thought what I saw was my grandmother standing there in her nice white nightgown. And she asked me, she said, are you okay? And I said, I couldn't talk because my, my tonsils were so swollen, and I was pointing to the bathroom. And she said, okay, well, I'll take you to the bathroom. And um, she was taking me to the bathroom, and she opened the bathroom door. And at that time, I was half asleep, and I finally woke up, and I realized, like, oh, my goodness, you are not my grandmother. Like, who are you? Why? I'm not. She wasn't scary. She wasn't scary looking. I don't really remember her face, to be honest. Um, but I do remember just I was freaking out because it was a whole ass other woman holding my hand, and the whole time I thought it was my grandmother. So I started walking back down the hallway, and she goes, she, start, she, she goes, no, it's okay, I'm here to help you. And I was like, what? Who? What? So I ran down my, grand, my, my grandparents' hallway all the way down to my, my dad's. My parents' door was at the very end, of course, so it felt like the hallway forever. And I'm knocking on the door, and my dad is like, come in, sweetie, the door's unlocked. And I'm trying to open it, and I'm like telling my dad, no, it's not unlocked. I can't open it. And my stepmom's like, Shauna, open the door. Open the door. And I was like, I can't. It's blocked. And I turn around behind me, and the lady behind me says, you're going to be okay. And right before my dad opens the door, a light, a bright-ass light came from wherever it came from, I want to say the ceiling. It came from the ceiling, and it showed down, and oh my goodness, this woman just grew, and she was so beautiful. She was like an I call her an angel. To me, she looked like an angel. I don't know what she was at the time. I felt like she was my angel at the time, and she was protecting me, but her wings got so big, and she just took one slap, and she was gone, and my parents opened the door, and they're like, Shauna, why didn't you open the door? And I told them what happened, and my stepmom was like, it's just your imagination, you're sick, you're droopy from your, and I was like, that is not my damn imagination. Like, I know what I saw. Like, I could still physically feel this person's hand on my hand, you know? So they they never believed me, but that was the first encounter I ever had, like, a supernatural experience. And ever since then, I've had it growing up. Like, I've experienced so many different good and bad experiences growing up. So it is something that I really believe in. It was something that I was very... So when I was six years old and after having that experience, 
I actually asked my dad if he could pray with me and help me accept God into my life. So that's when I started learning about God at the age of six because I had that experience. So my parents never believed me. I used to tell them stories all the time, different things that they never believed me. They still vividly believe me to this day. But it is something that I really believe in because I feel like God gave me a gift and I could see things maybe that other people are not meant to see. But I see, you know, I see, I see more than what other people see. And like I said, at first I wasn't scared, but it's something that I grew on and it's something that I'm not afraid of anymore, you know, just because I know that God is, to me, God is stronger. So I know when these demons come out, it's, it's not a thing for me. So, yeah, that's an experience that I had. I started when I was six years old. Yeah, that's that's powerful. I believe you. Stuff like that um, happens to certain people, and certain people can see certain things. Right, right, exactly. So, but I'm happy I got to share that story with you because I honestly don't share that story a lot. I think when I tell a lot of people that I'm very that a lot of people confused because people say that you can't be spiritual and then have, um, you know, abnormal things happen to you, but it's it's it is, it does, you know, I'm, never, I'm such a believer, but, you know, I'm a, I guess, I'm just a special type of believer, I guess. See, that is so. what I, that's what I meant when I said I will never say there's no such thing as supernatural things or curiosities that happen because to you you knew she was real like for me when I was underwater I knew what I saw but when somebody else doesn't happen to be able to see or was there in the situation to be able to witness anything they're just going to say it's a figment of your imagination or said you made it up so I will be the first one to admit that I see dead people in my dreams. Like, I still get visits from my grandma from time to time. Sometimes I see my mom in my dreams. My sister has no such connection. And I will share a moment where my grandmother appeared in my dream, and every sequence of that was of a particular family member. Like, there were no words being said, but for whatever reason, it was just that family member over and over and over. And it was almost like my grandma was trying to tell me something. And I ended up telling the person, I said, don't get freaked out or anything, but just so you know, and that person said, maybe she, maybe it's almost my time. And she ended up having um, some health issues. Unfortunately, it wasn't her time. But that's what she took my dream to believe. So my sister just says to me, maybe there's something about you where you're more open because she doesn't get visits from our mom or um, our grandma in her dreams. Interesting. That's it's crazy but cool at the same time to be able to experience something like that, huh? But it's hard when you yeah. don't have people that believe in you. Well, if you really want to think about it, because here's the thing. Like a couple, I will say maybe over the summer, my sister had this really horrible dream where she and I 
were in a car accident where I died, right? And she said she woke up crying her eyes out because she said we were both stuck in the car, but she managed to get out. And she said before she could do anything about it, the car blew up or something like that, right? And she woke up crying her eyes out because that really frightened her. So for about a day or two after that, she stuck to me like glue. And when I mean glue, I mean glue, okay? And my sister finally told me about the dream, and I said, I'm fine. And my sister's like, yeah, but it still makes me sad and uncomfortable. So the day that we both got into the car and stuff like that together, she was just really extra careful around the area where she said the car accident happened. She just drove slow as a turtle. But, like, you know, sometimes people have dreams and stuff like that, and sometimes dreams have a way of warning us that something is coming. Right. Like a premonition. Yeah. Premonition. I believe in that. I believe in that so much. I believe in that so much. That's crazy. All right, ladies. Well, that is the end of our talk show tonight. Do you guys have anything spectacular to share with us before we end our beautiful call? I I, I think that, you know, uh, this is fitting for Halloween. And, um, yeah, I I think that I probably won't be going to sleep anytime soon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I told you it was be. Like, I always believe that our dreams are trying to tell us something, Right. Because when we're awake, we're pretty much aware, maybe a little too aware, where we're not really relaxed enough to notice, like, the details and stuff like that. Because sometimes when we look at a situation, right, we don't really see everything. We just pretty much glance and see what we need. So sometimes when you're asleep, you're relaxed, right? You're technically relaxed, deep in REM sleep, so it's easier for your brain to show you what you missed, if that makes sense. I actually, yeah, because um, I was just telling my my friend, um, my my friend, Nishé, that I, had, I can't remember the last time I dressed, and I remember her looking at me, and she was like, to be honest, I can't either. And she's like, why is that? And I told her, I said, you know, maybe because we are living the reality of our dream right now, like we built up all these dreams in expectations of accomplishing them. And right now I feel like I'm living right in the middle of the dream that I had dreamt of before. And maybe that's not why I'm dreaming. Maybe the next chapter in my life, when the next chapter of my life happens is when I start dreaming. So I am aware of what may be happening or what kind of blessings may come my way. So that is something that I kind of look at too. But in reality, like I said, I can't remember the last time I dreamt. 
but everything that I'm doing right now in my life are things that I have dreamt of or things that have happened in my dream, you know? So I do look at that, and I kind of see where you're coming from with that. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, ladies, I think that is the end of our talk show. I really appreciate you guys coming on and enjoying these scary stories with me. For some of you that don't enjoy scary stuff, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sending out to you. Keep well, do well, and happy Halloween, y'all. Have a spectacular evening. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, clutch on to your best friend and stay tuned.